Welcome to the Finding Space podcast. From me, Jez. I want to talk to you today about something a little different. A little different to the usual. And it's all about getting inspiration for an idea from the most unlikeliest of places. And my unlikely place was waiting for the wife outside Tesco's here in Salisbury. And opposite, there are two very old but very cool red telephone boxes. And it's a bit of a problem at the minute because they're disappearing off our high street. Uh, BT, who maintain them, um, are um, removing them because not many people uh, use a payphone these days. We're all, we've all got mobile phones in our pockets. And the price of um, a call from these call boxes is about 60p minimum, which when you remember how they used to be 5p and 10p, is quite a steep increase. So obviously people are avoiding them. And I thought, well, why don't I come up with an idea of how we can repurpose these boxes, repurpose the actual payphones in them. And so I went hunting to see what other people have done. And sure, people can put defibrillators in them, <clears throat> turn them into make uh, small low-key libraries or book swapping facilities. But I actually wanted to use the actual box and the hardware inside. I did find a really nice video online of some university students about 10 years ago turning turning one of their local phone boxes into uh, a pirate radio um a pirate radio studio and they they put online how to how to build their transmitter and how to get on the air yourself and so I went down that route I went down the route I built my little transmitter box bought a little microphone yeah I even 3d printed a little on-air box that lit up when we started transmitting I then went on the BT website and looked at how we can adopt a kiosk for a price of um, for a pound you can adopt a kiosk and maintain it and repurpose it but there are certain requirements to do this and the um, the requirements um, didn't match my project because I think it was down to being slightly illegal broadcasting on FM, but not very far. It was using a modified in-car FM transmitter, but nevertheless, it didn't meet their criteria. So couldn't really go down that route. So that idea of creating my own pirate radio studio in the phone box sort of got shelved and I started to think about the phone boxes in general how can they all become part of a single idea become part of a single project maybe we could network them maybe we could link them all up somehow but the first thing i needed to do was find the location of every phone box and this is really difficult because bt don't really release that information i even wrote to them and they very kindly wrote back to me to say that's not uh, that's information that we can't provide unfortunately so i went on to reddit now reddit's really interesting um it's it can be fun um it can be useful and it can be really informative and just reaching out into into the community you can actually get a lot f back from it because there are a lot of clever people out there and one guy got back to me and said i can't give you the locations of every phone box but I can give you 
the numbers of all the payphones. And so I got this whopping great big file. Not only did it have all the phone box telephone numbers for Salisbury in the area around it, but the whole country, even on the London Underground. And these things were divided into like lines. So I could, I had all the telephone numbers of all the payphones on, say, the Circle Line, at the, um, for example. It was it was incredible, and I'm so grateful for that information because it's this is what kicked everything off. So I didn't know where all the phone boxes were, but I had all their telephone numbers. And so I thought, right, OK, so we could sort of network them that way, perhaps. So what are we actually going to do? Well, like I said, calls cost a minimum of 60p now. Um, and it's assumed that everybody has a mobile phone, but that is not the case. Um, I'm, uh, I teach in schools and one thing I teach in computer science is the digital divide, how it's, n it's not the case that everybody has access to technology. So the first thing um, I'd quite like to, an idea of mine would be to offer free calls for people who really desperately need <coughs> to use, uh, to have access to a phone but can't afford a phone of their own. So let's make, let's give them free calls. Um, let's go one better and uh, give them uh, give people the option for free mailbox facilities because they're not walking around with a phone uh, on themselves all the time. They don't have access to a payphone all the time. They'll pop in occasionally, won't they? So let's let's set up like a voicemail mailbox facility for free as well. Let's also go another step further and offer. Um, free helplines so the the, the vulnerable people um, can have quick access to the help that they desperately need at the time but this thing comes at a price these facilities come at a price we can't just say yeah we'll offer free phone calls um, so these things come at a price and um, in order to get a bit of funding uh, in, a, in an attempt to get a bit of money to, to fund the serious side of the project um, I started to incorporate some f fun um, aspects too. So uh, there's another option where you can chat with my uh, chatbot um, on the phone. So you can dial the, uh, it acts like an operator. So you can dial the operator <clears throat> and you can have a chat with it. Uh, you can uh, maybe channel or listen to radio on it. So it's going back to the original idea of like a pirate radio. And maybe we could have an outlet for uh, media students at the local college to to showcase their their work uh, because I know all the phone numbers of all the pay phones in the area I can round robin them now so that's another option it will just ring all the phone boxes and whoever picks up you can have a conversation with which I think was a really good idea to try and get tourists to use the phone box as well um, we can have like an option for a tour guide so you press this option and all the landmarks you see from the phone booth it'll talk it'll it'll talk to you about um sort of like yeah giving you the lowdown and giving you a bit of bit of a guided tour of what you can see from the windows of the phone box sticking with tourists it'll be nice if we can regularly get them to use the phone to pick up all um, offers or promotions for local independent businesses as well 
which is quite nice. And uh, the final option uh, is is an anonymous apology line. So and again, it's just a bit of fun where you can dial up and you can confess to to something that's that's weighing heavy on your mind. And it'll be nice to sort of collate these anonymous confessions um, and and showcase them some um, some uh, some way down the line. Um, but you can also hear an, an anonymous confession if you wanted to, if you're curious as well. So it's just a bit of fun uh, aimed at trying to get some interest, trying to demonstrate what this idea can do. So I had to build the thing. I had it all um, planned out on paper, but I had to build the thing next. And um, what I use for prototyping is something called App Inventor. Okay, it's a great way it's, uh, of just... Uh, getting an idea out there, it allows you to develop for uh, an Android device, so it's either your phone, a tablet, even the Amazon uh, Kindle Fire, for example. You, it, it, uh, you can develop things nicely for, for, for those devices. And I love it because I can quickly put together an idea. So I quickly um, started piecing things together and it wasn't long before I actually had a working model. But that was just on my little little phone. I actually needed a device to uh, hook it into, and obviously the intention is we can sort of repurpose the the old payphone uh, hardware. But I didn't have access to one of those, so I built my uh, uh, my uh, uh, a makeshift payphone, sort of like a pretend dummy payphone. And it started off as a little box, and then progressed into like a, a makeshift kiosk that I built myself in the workshop. And then I thought, well, let's go one better. Let's let's start printing out um, pictures of, of um, BT payphones, and sort of making, making a payphone myself. Uh, and before long, I had uh, not only was the code a bit more polished, but my kiosk and stand was a bit more polished as well. Um, and it's out in the back garden, which was which was it was really nice to see because this this is at this point, this has taken a lot of hard work to get here and probably a few months down the line as well. So it's really nice to see it take shape. I was still on the hunt for a BT payphone though and my word they they go for a lot of money on 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 eBay a lot of money they don't come up that often but when they do there's loads of people bidding on them and it makes you wonder why i think people realize that they're going to disappear from our high streets completely eventually and it's nice just to have um something old that's that and functional that they own um but also as people are buying up these old uh, telephone boxes, they actually want something that looks the part to go inside them. So that's why I think they're so popular. And I also think it would be a great idea if uh, someone could reper uh, uh, replicate an old BT phone box, make, make dummy versions of them to sell to these people who need something authentic looking inside uh, a phone box they've, they've purchased. And... Yeah, I went down route of getting in touch with various art teachers, giving them the challenge of how would you build this? How would you replicate a BT phone, uh, a BT phone like this? And uh, lots of different ideas that I'm still exploring because it's a nice, it'll be a good project, a nice little project to to explore how to build a replica payphone. Anyway, I did find one. I did find one on the auction site that finished in the early hours of the morning. So 
I put a bet on. Um, I put a bid on thinking that no one's going to, not many people are going to be up at that uh, time of the morning um, bidding away. And sure enough, I got it. So I had my old, old payphone and it arrived. And my word, it was built like a tank. It was incredible. Um, the insides are amazing. These things are built really well. Um, and just the locking mechanism alone is just a thing of beauty it's 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 really well crafted but i needed to get into the handset for example needed to start pulling it apart to to understand how it properly works so i can integrate with it and i could not for the life of me get into it um i don't know how the drunks or the vandals who smash up these phone boxes do it so easily but i found it really hard and in the end i had to very very carefully dremel things out it turned out I needed to replace a few parts in the receiver as well. So um, I had to get into it eventually. Um, but unfortunately, the only way I could do it was to Dremel it. And it, it's left a very ugly scar all around the handset. But I'm working on ways to, to, to disguise that and hide it. Once I knew how the phone worked, I know that sounds a very silly thing to say, but... Um, once I'd figured out how it was wired and where what goes where, um, I was able to integrate with it. So I was able to um, connect my little device, my little smartphone running my payphone operating system, um, and I was able to actually hook in to the pay, to the payphone itself. Um, I went in via the coin return slot at the bottom. Um, Ideally, I wanted to integrate with the keypad. Um, that's my next step. That is incredibly difficult, and it is going to require um, a lot of um, in, uh, a lot of investigation and a lot of hard work to do that. But in the meantime, my screen is is sort of it occupies the 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 the, the slot where the return coins come out. So the idea is um, you have like a second keypad on screen that you can press and interact with, um, and all the wiring. Um, and hucking in goes via that gap at the bottom where the coins usually come out. And you know what? I think I've ticked off most of the thing, most of the features on that initial list. Um, I changed the uh, pirate radio option to like a dialer disc. Um, it, you know, very retro um, idea where um, years ago you could just dial a number and hear the latest hits. Um, so we did something similar, only it hucks in and selects a random uh, random online radio station. And some of the radio stations it's able to, to pick or, or hunt out, um, they've been really good, actually. Uh, the apology line is working really, really well. And um, yeah, I've, I've put things out there. I've put the process that I took to get where I am today out there and it's generated a lot of interest there's a few talks i've been invited to and um, there's been interest as well for events and shows and festivals next year if we can tailor it slightly to to, to fit with the with the venue or the event um, i think it would make a really really good idea so what's next well you i said that we could uh, integrate with the uh, keypad eventually and that'd be really nice so we can do away with the actual additional screen it would just look like an ordinary payphone with nothing attached to it um, there is an LC little LCD screen as well 
next to the coin slot um, if you're familiar with BT pay phones um, that I'd quite like to to use as something visual um, but also encourage people to put money in the slot for like donations so we can collect money for for a local charity for perhaps there is a follow-on call button as well so when you lift the receiver um, there's this little button called follow on call and originally it was there if you still had money left from your initial call you could press that button and dial another number to make another call and yeah I'd like this button to to go back to the original idea of broadcasting a pirate radio so the idea is you press this button and it uh, and it starts broadcasting whatever you want to speak through the receiver which I think is a really good idea because it's android based we can um, uh, it can be installed on all sorts of devices and that will allow people to uh, have their own uh, payphone operating system so all they would need to do is invest in like a Skype headset handset um, that looks like an old retro receiver and they have all the ingredients then to start making their own project like mine so um, if they wanted to make their own uh, payphone um, like I have then that's a good way of springboarding um, their projects. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk to you about how an idea uh, like this can, well, can run away so quickly, uh, can gather pace and gather a lot of interest, but how an, also how an idea can just start in the most unlikeliest places. So even if you're waiting outside a supermarket, have a look around because you never know where it might lead you. This is Jez Whitworth, and you've been listening to the Finding Space podcast. Take care. Goodbye.